Okay, let's talk some commodities. Crude oil once again higher, but still hanging out below the level from Tuesday, about 120. Bill Baruch joins us, president at Blue Line Futures. What's up, Bill? How about this uh, crude oil trade? Is it going to keep going? You know, I, I think the market is remaining bullish. I, it, I think the interesting thing here today is you had this whipsaw down, um, and it came back really strong. I mean, we're actually making you know higher higher highs in the session since before that happened. And OPEC Plus said they would add more production than than they had been adding back from month to month. So July and uh, August, they're going to add nearly 700,000 barrels uh, in, in production back. Now they were doing 400 before. And yeah, that seems bearish, but I think what what really is is happening is is it's a bullish move because they're worried about the demand landscape. I mean, they're, I mean, they're not worried about the demand landscape. I mean, they're they're worried that they're you know, the demand's gonna be too strong. They're bringing back this supply, you know, to meet the demand. So I, I think it's bullish in and of itself what they did here. And um, yeah, the, the trend has been higher too. So that typically helps how markets digest things too. I remember uh, last time we spoke, correct me if I'm wrong, or take the freebie, I guess, but I'm pretty sure you, I, I recall you telling us to uh, stick with crude and uh, ride out the strength in WTI that where you weren't ready to fade the commodity rally yet. So it sounds like you're still in that camp. Oh, yeah. We, we've been bullish crude for, for a very long time. So okay. <laughs> it's, been, it's been the gift that keeps on giving over here, whether it's the future side or in our stock portfolios. It's been, it's been a good one. What do you think are the odds we can make a new high? Is it possible to get above that uh, Russia initial invasion of Ukraine? What's got to happen there? Do the stars, like, have to align? Well, there's two ways to look at it. You got the July contract, which right around, was it, 116, you know, 116 and a half is the July contract high. So we, we started making new July contract highs this week. And, um, you know, the 116 and a half is also like a retracement in the continuous contract, which which set that March, that, whether it was the March contract or what happened in March, maybe April contract in March, um, that, that went and went all the way up there. That was that 130 move. So there's a good resistance level, 116, 40 to 117.07, I think is that how, that's how we defined it on our, on our morning research. We need to get that close above there. You know, this late move in the session, uh, where I think we're above 117 now as we're talking, but that's, I think that happened after settlement. So we're not really decisively breaking out above there. Tomorrow, where do we close? I think that really matters. And that's going to continue to feed it. Now, today's whipsaw early was very similar to what I think it was two weeks ago. We had a whipsaw you know, that, that came down pretty sharply and the market came back up and that sort of led it higher. So I, I think it's sort of a rejection of lower prices, momentum's remaining bullish. EIA report today too, headline draw of 5 million barrels of crude. Um, they had 5 million released from the SPR. Net imports you know, were down. Um, but overall, you know, I mean, which helps aid that. But overall, we also saw re refinery utilization down week over week. So they're drawing less crude for those products. I think it was a fairly bullish report. And the market's also responding from that, too. For the most part, crude going up has uh, uh, happened alongside stocks under pressure. Just kind of thinking about the last seven months, a uh, broad brush description here. But its connection to inflation and uh, the implication there. Uh, so how does the stock side of your analysis fit into this? Walk me through what you're thinking here, because uh, you know today is a pretty powerful day here. You got companies like Microsoft doing a total U-turn after cutting guidance. If they did that a month and a half ago, stock would have been down 10%. Yeah, okay, I'll start off with that. That's a good point. Bad news, we could have go lower. I think it's a continued sign of seller's exhaustion. And that was our theme last week, middle middle half, late part of last week was seller's exhaustion. 
Um, you know, so this, you know, we had a number of things here. You got to the, the heart of earnings season, and and I think a lot of the, you know stocks got beaten down, so the sellers became exhausted. Uh, and, and as well, you have Shanghai opening up, China kind of moving moving forward, some stimulus there. You know, all, all starts to, all starts to help form a bottom. Negativity was ex was extreme, and and you know when you get this extreme negativity, you know from a from a supply demand. Uh, fundamental point, uh, so or supply demand technical point. Like if everybody's already sold, who's left to sell? Now, when all this sort of played out, you have an inverse head and shoulders in the S and P as well as the Nasdaq. Uh, that 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 sort of started playing out uh, the middle of last week, I think it was, and then we we ripped higher from that level and we rallied rallied pretty good. Um, you know, a lot of this all played out really nicely, and then you had a trend line. Trendline breakout as well in the S&P. So this was a big, big, powerful move. We were very bullish down there. I, I started the week off in my morning notes saying, "Listen, you know, if, if um, you know the market was 4,200, it's pretty, a pretty big move. You know, you got to start trimming some, some longs." We actually just said, hey, watch a couple rounds here. Watch it consolidate this week because we, we, we are still bullish, but you, it, it's important to monetize. And, that, and that's one of the things I talked about with Ben. I think I spoke with him yesterday uh, in the early show is monetizing a move and, and making you know, watching a few rounds, reassess the situation mm -hmm. because the market can't rally 100 points every single day or that's really going to be, I mean, every day would be great. But, you know, if you see two or three days like that in a row, we could have a limit down. We have something that that's that's a bear market. This consolidation, this digestion of gains is extremely important, but it's important also that we held good technical levels. 40.55 was the level we were watching. It didn't quite get down there. The 21-day moving average, which we broke out above last week, 40.38, I think it's 40.40 now, that didn't even get near there. So very constructive holding out above there, I think, as the week is, week is uh, unfolded. And then you have this sort of bull flag-like pattern developing um, with slight lower lows and slight lower highs. Today, the Nasdaq took out the low by just a little bit. And it's less about a nice, beautiful bull flag. It's more about the market profile that's created from it, trapping you know shorts that, that didn't have to short cover. And now we're leading into non-farm payroll, and things look really good. So I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. I think we can get up the 50-day moving average. But again, it's going to rely on the data. You don't want to get overcommitted. Yeah, we have a window right now. This this window is what I'm calling, you know, leading into the inflation showdown at Jackson Hole. <laughs> April April and May were never supposed to be, you know, inflection points for inflation. It's the data, the CPI, of course, CPI data for June and July and August that are that are start being released in July. All right, there it is, uh, Jackson Hole, the symposium, a little mini preview. Uh, tomorrow showdown. So you like the consolidation, but uh, also need to take. Uh, the wins as they come and not get overcommitted uh, ahead of big events like tomorrow. I like that message. All right. Thanks, Bill. Good stuff. Thank you. Like the technical levels to watch. Mr. Baruch's the president of Blue Line Futures.